What is up, my love? Welcome to the Love Stands Here podcast. I'm your host, Megan Brianna from lovestandshere.com, and I'm a life coach, a certified eating psychology coach, but most of all, I'm just a girl who really loves Jesus and has spent a lot of time learning how to not only discover my worth through him, but also how to cultivate the characteristics that we're called into in order to live a healthy and purposeful life of love and service. My friend, living in the world can be really tough, and all too often we're taught beliefs and given messages by a broken society that make us feel like we're never enough and our worth is only skin deep. But I'm here to share some good news. Your worth is not in the world, but in God's beautiful word. So if you're looking for encouragement to live and love better, you're in the right place. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and share with your friends if you feel called, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Love ya. Welcome back. In the last episode, I told you I was going to share with you one of the biggest things that I've really struggled with in my process with relationships, and it's something that I've struggled with for a long time. And for the most part, I thought it was something that I was just really insecure about, and it was stupid, and nobody else struggled with it. And I just needed to get over it. And now I've learned that it's actually very valid my feelings about it. And it's one of those things that's just really freaking disrespectful. And it's okay for me to be upset about it. So I'm going to share that with you in a minute. But first, I was sitting here thinking, and sorry, if you hear me swallowing all the time, I know it's probably super annoying. I don't know. I think I'm just really dehydrated, but I can't stop swallowing. And it's so loud. So I apologize for that. But anyway, I'm going to keep talking. So I was sitting here thinking about my message and this whole thing and love stands here and how I want to encourage you to understand that your worth is in God's word and not in the world and how that sounds so lovely and it's encouragement and it's light and it's helping you understand that there is a more positive side of the world this very difficult world that we live in and you can get to a place where you don't have to struggle with things like codependency and anxiety and depression but I also want you to know that I'm going to be very honest here about my own darkness and I've been practicing this for the last six years you know opening about opening up about the things that I've struggled with and trying to be courageous about that but I think I'm at this new level where I'm just going to be really honest because I just keep feeling like, especially with the way the world is now and, you know, really since 2020, it's felt like things, the darkness is really, really showing up in our world and we're, we're becoming more aware of it. So I believe it's really important to share my own to let you know that I still have it. It's still very much a part of me. And the only reason I have been able to transform and to get to this place where I no longer struggle with codependency like I did and I don't struggle with anxiety like I did and I don't struggle with depression like I did and I can actually, um, I'm actually stepping further into love and being able to bear the fruits of the spirit like patience, kindness, love, self-control, The only reason I'm able to do that is because of my relationship with God. Listen, I have a sin nature. I have darkness that lives inside of me. And if I had forgotten that, 
I was reminded with that situation last year that I talked about in the first episode. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen. But with that guy that afterwards, I just felt very far away from God. And I kind of stopped talking to God. And I was scared to talk to God. And I fell back into my sin nature. And I fell back into like drinking and thinking that maybe... um you know, pursuing men in a very physical way would help me feel better. That made me realize that it's still very much a part of me. And my transformation didn't happen because of my own strength. It happened because I pursue God daily. And the only way for me to stay where I am in my mental, emotional, and spiritual health And moving forward in the direction of my purpose and moving closer to love and closer to all of those good things and closer to the light is because I continue pursuing a relationship with God every day. And I also believe it's because I continue being honest about my darkness. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. As much light as there is to be found, as much love as there is to be found, there is still darkness. It still exists. And you can't get to that light and you can't experience that love unless you're honest about your darkness and you embrace it as a part of you. But the only way to really get to that point to where you can do that without self-condemning is to understand the grace that God has for you. Otherwise, we're just kind of running around like being honest about our darkness and then not knowing where to go from there, just kind of feeling bad about it because there's nowhere else to go. It's just like, here's my darkness and I feel like crap about it because I don't understand that it's actually normal and it's actually okay. And we don't have to feel like crap because God tells us we don't and he sacrificed his only begotten son so we don't have to. We get to feel convicted. So we know when certain things make us feel like crap and we have that self-awareness now where, oh, I might not want to do this again. This might be something that isn't good for me, but we no longer have to feel that shame and guilt, you know? So I'm going to be honest here. I'm going to share my darkness because I'm not afraid of it anymore because of my relationship with God. So yeah, I just, I, I hope that I can do that in a way that is helpful for you and helps you continue to understand the light for yourself and be encouraged in moving forward in your own journey. So now that that thought's out of the way, I want to move on to talking about what I said I was going to talk about, which is the biggest thing that drives me crazy in dating and pursuing a relationship. And if you know me, you know that this is a huge thing for me and it is social media and how much it affects relationships and how much it affects our mental health. So I don't know about you, but personally, my biggest struggle has been, one of my biggest struggles has been when I'm dating a guy and he seems to think it's okay to continue engaging in other pictures of attractive women, justifying it as okay because quote unquote, it's not real life. Like it's just a picture. It doesn't mean anything. And I always thought, I was the issue. So I thought I just had to work on being okay with it. Like I've been insecure about this for a while. And it's like, no matter how much work I did, I could never be okay with it. And now I'm realizing it's because I shouldn't be okay with it. If you have an issue with this, 
and your man is choosing to justify that behavior over respecting your boundary, there's something wrong. And this is true for us ladies too. When we have gotten to the point where we're more invested in our virtual reality than we are in our actual physical relationships, there is something wrong. It's really crazy to me. You know, it's okay to make, and listen, I understand, okay? We are human. We all notice other humans that are attractive. That is fine. That is natural. You know, but I've always been a person where if I am dating somebody or I'm pursuing a relationship with somebody and we've made it clear that we're moving in the direction of it being um, like serious, I'm focused on that person. You know, of course, like seeing pictures of other men or seeing other men on the street or whatever, like even if I notice them, I don't think twice about it because I'm focused on the person that I'm trying to pursue a relationship with. But the thing is, like, with access to social media, it's not even a matter of, like, trying to ignore pictures. It's a matter of, like, people are actively going to look at other people's pictures and actively choosing to comment or actively choosing to engage in some way. And I'm sorry, but even though it's through technology... It is no different than going up to a person on the street and telling them they're hot. And why would you do that unless you were trying to get attention from somebody? And why are you trying to get attention from somebody if you're in a committed relationship? Or you're making somebody believe you're trying to be in a committed relationship with them. Does that make sense? So yes, it is okay to make social media a thing in relationships. It's so important to be mindful of our behavior on social media, and it's also okay to hold our partner responsible for doing the same. Whether we want to believe it or not, in today's world, these platforms have a huge impact on our perception of reality. Most of us spend so much time on these platforms, we end up developing beliefs that don't actually belong and creating narratives for our own lives based on what we see happening in the lives of others. We no longer can use the excuse that it's not real because with how much time and brain cells we invest in scrolling, there's no way it won't affect us. I'm sorry. It's just how our brains biologically work. Even if we're not conscious of it, it's happening. What we choose to allow to pour into us will have an impact on how we see the world. And, you know, like sliding into DMs and having inappropriate conversations with people that aren't your partner is a monster on its own and obvious to me, so I'm not even going to go there. But the constant gawking at and liking and commenting on other women's pictures, I think, is something that seems to be a little more covert and is so undervalued as a big deal. Like I said before, I get it. Other women are attractive. Other men are attractive. Whatever. It's human. But to actively search for that temptation and to actively engage is taking it way too far, and it's just disrespectful. And like the excuses, like it's just a picture or my favorite, it's just social media, you're just insecure. Okay, well, here's the thing. Comparison is a huge thing we struggle with as women. So of course, when we see that our partner is liking or commenting on a picture of a woman that isn't us, we're going to start comparing. It's what we do. And can we, okay, I'm going to get a little, (laughs) I'm going to get a little more real here. Like I told you I was going to. For me, it's always been a boob thing. 
I don't have any. <laughs> so when I see that the person I'm with is liking photos of other women with bigger boobs than I have, it starts to make me think that my body isn't attractive enough and I don't have what this person wants, you know? It's been a huge thing in my life to the point where I've never been comfortable being completely naked in front of a man and I know I'm not alone. Like, is he thinking about other women when we're together? Does he need that in order to feel satisfied in our relationship? Like, why? Why are we making this act of engaging however we want with people online into an act of freedom we aren't willing to give up for the people that we're supposed to be engaging with and working with in our actual lives? Why are we so willing to argue with the people we quote unquote love to be able to continue this behavior? And why are we acting like these people aren't real just because the way we are communicating is through technology? There's still an actual person behind these posts. And I mean, now that I understand more what a healthy relationship is actually supposed to look like because of my relationship with God, and I'm trying to wait for that, I'm no longer worried about being naked in front of anybody that isn't my future husband. And that's actually been a big thing too with my body dysmorphia. And learning to not place my worth in my body is knowing that it's not my job to try to look good for men. You know, if I actually want a good, healthy relationship, godly relationship, the person that I feel is for me, I'm not going to have to like work that hard to impress, if that makes sense. So definitely not as worried about that anymore, but it's still a thing. And ladies, the the problem with the whole social media thing isn't that we need to learn how to get comfortable with the behavior like we get told so often. It's that we need to be better about creating and sticking to a boundary on this. We need to be better about asking for respect. The, the behavior isn't normal just because it's normalized. And the reason we end up being so unsatisfied with our partners is because we keep downloading messages and images that make us unsatisfied. We need to stop choosing to do this and start choosing to invest more into what we already have. And in a healthy relationship, the conversation could be so easy. Hey, this is something that makes me feel insecure and this is why. Oh, wow, I didn't see it that way. Let's work on it together. It doesn't have to be that hard. And I heard somewhere recently that the average length of a marriage these days is like seven or eight years. And you know why that is? Because we are so conditioned to believe that there's always something better out there and we're supposed to chase after it. And social media makes that so much worse. So that's like my big rant today. <laughs> like that's the biggest thing that drives me crazy in relationships. And I think we really downplay it so much and we need to be more mindful of it. What we see on social media is really starting to shape our perception of reality. And so much of it is fake. It's really scary that it is doing that. Because now we're walking around thinking that something is real that isn't real at all and that we're supposed to have certain beliefs and we're supposed to want certain things that we're not supposed to have or want at all. And it's just really, really scary. So please be mindful about social media and what you're allowing to be okay in your relationships. You know, at this point for me, if your feed and your browsing history doesn't provide some kind of value or real inspiration or encouragement, just like miss me with your excuses. 
I'm looking for a man, not a boy. Sorry. It's just, it's just true. Um, and ladies, it's not your responsibility to be okay with it. You know, if you're looking for a healthy, committed relationship with somebody and this person is spending a lot of time on social media and making engaging in photos of other women a priority and if you bring it up to them like getting defensive about it that's something you really have to pay attention to like big red flag right there if it's more important for them to defend their social media behavior around women they don't even know then actually respect your boundaries and have a conversation with you and communicate with you then there's something there's something missing so just be aware of that so that's what I wanted to talk about today as you can see I'm very passionate about it and I will talk about it a lot more in the future because it's so important but I'm going to cut this here today I don't want to make every episode as long as last week but I'd love to know if you relate to this feel free to message me hello at lovestandshere.com and I hope you have a great week talk to you next time bye